Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Today is July 12th, and yes, WWP is back in the studio. Finally, it's been a minute. Uh, I'm joined here by my co-host, Parker Houck. How are we doing, Parker? Great. Just glad to be back. It's been way too long. I would agree. Very very long stint we had there, but, um, you know, we're back and ready as ever. Uh, tried to get Tommy on tonight. He uh, is doing a football practice tonight, so he will not be with us tonight at least. But uh, we will we will get Tom back on for sure. I know he's ramped and ready to talk some more sports, uh, as, as, as we are as well. Um, but tonight... We have um, recapped the NBA uh, NBA season, actually, um, of what it was. Um, some free agency that w- went nuts this offseason. Um, I would say maybe, Park, I don't know about you, but maybe one of the craziest free agencies in you know, my recent memory up till this point, uh, just with all the stuff that went, went down and it, or is going to go down. Yeah, it feels like over the last couple of years, some surprises us every offseason. It just keeps ramping up. Yeah, I would agree, but we have that for sure. Uh, we'll give you – I actually – I have a list, and I think Parker does two of the uh, transactions that have perspired in the last month or so um, And uh, as the season came down to a close. Um, we're, and then we're actually going to get into some uh, summer league games. I know it sounds kind of boring, not games, but um, potential stars that could arise um, in the next year, maybe a year or so, five years, ten years, who knows. Uh, we'll give you the scoop on that. And then we're going to uh, – Wrap it up. The last two segments, we're going to do some MLB. The All-Star All-Star Week is approaching us very quickly. We have the Home Run Derby uh, matchups are out. I have those um, on hand. I will get you guys that as a- ASAP. Uh, we'll be picking those games, uh, where Machado is going to end up. And then finally, we have some NFL um, arrests, if you want to say. That's pretty much only that's going on in the NFL right now is people getting arrested. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But let's just kick it off right now with uh, the uh, – Cavs Warriors uh, series, uh, Parker. Any any comments on that, real fast? Um, it went as expected. Uh, it started off looking like it was going to be maybe a series. LeBron had what was it, fifty one, and then obviously by now everybody knows about Jr.'s boneheadedness, not knowing uh, the score of the game and the situation, which is sad because. Here I am sitting at home knowing the situation, not getting paid to, but he's getting paid to $14 million and Exactly. He still can't get it right. But, uh, I mean, the real finals, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion, was the Rockets and Warriors. I mean, that was a great series. And, honestly, the Rockets would have won if it wasn't for CP3 getting hurt in, a, what was it, Game 5, I think? Yeah, Game 5. Quad what? injury. Yeah, Game 5, I think it was a quad, wasn't it? Yeah. That's, that's all I got, though, about that. I mean, they're going to win it again next year, more than likely. I mean, now we'll get into the moves this offseason, but they could probably lose two of their guys in their starting lineup and still win it. So. Yeah, I would agree there, Parker, as well. I think, you know, I don't want to talk too much about it because it's a little sore subject to me, but I think I actually have this written down because I didn't want to forget about it, but um, 
I think that series, uh, I don't, I don't think four o four o a sweep explains that series in a nutshell because it doesn't. Because I'd say that for the first three games of that series, it was com- it was competitive ball from yeah, quarter one to quarter four, and we and I just it was something I did not expect. I don't know if the fans expected it, but I think they get, they gave us both teams gave us some great basketball, and I think it was that was the least expected. Yeah, J.R. Bowen had to play. That was you know pretty rough, and then the. LeBron and the team not knowing how many timeouts they had. I mean, that's just that just sums up the Cleveland sports writers, you know, you know, nightmares right there. But nonetheless, I thought for the first three, maybe not really the fourth game, obviously, but uh, the first three were competitive, uh, close games, uh, which is what you want in the finals. But the end result was a 4-0 sweep, which is what everyone saw coming realistically. But you know, it happened. It happened, and uh, no oh, one, God. no one, no one's gonna, no one's talking about it anymore. So that's good, I guess. The pretty much broken hand. Yeah. Forgot about that. I don't know. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't seem yeah. to complain about that anymore. So I think he. I think he's fine. But um. But yeah, not gonna get it too much into that. Uh, other than the series being closer than a four zero sweep, I believe in my mind. Um. Yeah. But what do you say? Let's go to free agency. Um. Yeah. Let's, let's just kick it off with the big headliner, uh, LBJ to Los Angeles. Um, I think a lot of writers and a lot of people uh, saw this one coming um, sooner rather than later, obviously, and it happened very soon. Uh, yeah, I just think his days in Cleveland were up. I think management kind of got to LeBron a little bit there. Um, but, you know, it's it's something that I, I guess as a Cavs fan, you kind of just, you know, you thank the guy for what he did for the city and whatnot. Um, but other than that, I still believe in my mind, Park, I don't know if you see it my way, but I said once you get that like that taste of a championship, you want more of it. And then when you finally, the guy that brought you on leaves, it's like, okay, well, it's over now. <laughs> it, it, tarnished. Oh, uh, you think it's like his time in Cleveland's tarnished? No, I think as fans, it's kind of like we got that taste of what a championship was for so long. Uh-huh. And then, you know, you kind of just get that edge. You're like, oh, we want more, we want more, we want more. Uh-huh. And then now that the guy that brought you on back home is is leaving, it's like, you you kind you kind you kind of have to see where we're coming from. It's like you kind of have to be mad in a sense because, yeah, you know, cause now it's like now, yeah, now it's like back from the you know to the drawing boards. But nonetheless, I think you saw it coming. I think everyone saw it coming. I think uh, LeBron to LA was a, a guaranteed move, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, I guess what I've gotten to take away from it is it's not as much about winning now for him. It'd be something if like Paul George went there before, or like Kawhi. But right. obviously, I think this is all about his family and their quality of living because I believe I read in an article that LeBron had made this choice because he wanted to give his kids a life that he didn't get to experience growing up coming from Akron. And he was like, went from home to home, didn't he, growing up? Yeah, but which I don't really understand. I guess I, I understand. I don't understand because he's got all this money now. Why can't he create that life for his kids in Cleveland? In Cleveland. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, I, I, I see the family aspect. He's always been a family guy. You kind of have to respect that. Probably one of the most family-oriented guys in the league, I'd say. Um, but you kind of have to respect it, I guess, uh, and the decision. I mean, if I had the choice to move to L.A. right now, I probably would. Yep, same. Um, but, yeah, that was a big headliner. They also – the L.A. Lakers also added um, Rajon Rondo, which I heard LeBron has talked highly about in his past. I don't know if you heard that at all, but – um, in terms of high IQ point guards, he's Rajon Rondo's probably top one, if not top two, maybe. He's definitely in yeah. top five. Um, 
he just has no offensive shooting game, no offense. He, he just he creates things that, you know, other guys don't really create, and I think LeBron's excited about that one. Um, they also added Lance Stevenson. So blowing in LeBron's ear as a teammate, I don't know. Maybe it'd be a joke now. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I, I do I do honestly I do like that I, I like the fact that those two are on the same team now because I but I I did I did love the the Lance and LeBron rivalry now to see them come together uh, on a team I think it's gonna be funny and interesting to watch I feel like it's gonna be just one big comedy act I think it's just gonna it's gonna be just like Jr and LeBron's relationship Oh yeah honestly. no doubt no doubt in like. Another uh, agent move that they made that people kind of questioned was JaVale McGee. Yeah, I just about to get that one. I, I actually I had it written down, Parker, Rat Tail McGee. Yeah. I don't call him JaVale anymore. I call him Rat Tail McGee. He balled out in the finals. He averaged like 14 a game, I think. He did. If there was if there was a game all season that JaVale McGee, you just forget about. You forget about the, all the games you had in the past. You look at him in the finals, and it's like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Yeah, for real. And, like, he didn't play the entire playoffs until the finals. Right. Uh, but, um... I also have I, a, I also have a not done yet question mark, because I know the Lakers are not done. Um, you, don't, you don't think so? Uh, I don't know about this year, but obviously not next year, because you look at their roster now, I don't think that gives them any leeway to do anything in the West, in my opinion. No, like, uh... I think a bunch of those guys that they signed had like one year contracts. So they're just getting ready to like unload that, get through this year and then get to next year's free agency. That includes like a bunch of stars, Kawhi, Kyrie, Corey Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler. LeBron and Kyrie back on the same team. Does that ever happen ever again? Not a chance. (laughs) I mean, how many years does LeBron probably have left? Like six or seven? You got to believe. I mean, he said he wants to play till he's 40. So that's pretty close. And Kyrie's next contract, more than likely with the Celtics, or rumors are him and Jimmy Butler teaming up yeah. in the next offseason. That's going to be four or five years. So. Yeah, uh, which which I think that's what's which way Kyrie's leaning towards. I think it's funny how he wanted to go to a team where he was a star, and now he's not that star right now. And you know, in Boston because of the injury and all that, he's not really talked about anymore. So now he wants to go somewhere else and be a guy. You know what I mean? He's got uh, a weird but. Yeah, he can't, he can't get a read on him. Yeah, I really can't either. Um, but anyway, but uh, I I watch you know the show The Jump on ESPN every day. It's got like Rachel Nichols and all of them. Yeah, great show, great show. They uh, I watch it every day, and they had an interview with Rob Plink on where they're talking about their roster moves. He's like, once we got LeBron, we went over the roster, and then they got obviously Rondo, Stevenson, and McGee. And he's like. We talked to LeBron and we agreed you can't you can't beat the Warriors at their own game. So right. make your roster like theirs. And I was just like, what do you mean the Rockets did that and they are the most successful that any team's been yet? I saw that same thing and I I, I had the same reaction as you did. But it's like I, I just feel like they're gonna get outscored because the Warriors play great defense. Well, yeah, and the thing is, I, and you retweeted yesterday. I think that Colin said they're selfish basketball players. There's four all stars on that court that are all selfish. Not one of them is, you know, not, not one of them is going to be, you know, an ISO one on one player. They all pass the ball, and yeah. I mean, they just all play, they just play like a unit. And I mean, you can't really disagree with that. Although I will say on Collins' take, I'm not gonna, you know, I don't know. I, I wasn't all for the take, but I do agree with parts of it. But I'm not going to get into that because I don't want to get all heated right. up. 
I want to get heated up on this Thursday. The real take was uh, he didn't understand why people didn't like the Warriors, and it's not that hard to understand why. And he didn't even – it's because Durant went there the way he did, and now Boogie has. That's why people don't like him. All right, and Boogie was one. <laughs> the Boogie was one flipping off Kevin Durant in his interview, walking past him. Yeah, and then he joins the team, and then obviously Draymond's got a, a kind of. He gets other people fired up when he gets fired up. Does Does Draymond Green last in in Golden State, Parker? I think he'll resign. I think Clay's gone next offseason. I think Clay might go to the Lakers. Yeah, that that's going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, as well, I'm I'm excited for that one because I I want to see if he if he challenges it, wants to stay, or if they just say, you know what, we're not gonna give you what you want. He's gonna be like, you know what, screw this, I'm out. But um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if you have anything more on that, but I have some more a uh, signings for the uh, week. Go ahead. Read them off, bud. We have the uh, the oh, I already said the Warriors had the Marcus Cousins. Um, and I, I also had next to can can boogie can boogie stay healthy? That that I think that to me, and uh, I would think you would agree that that's like the big looming question. I know you said he might not even, might not even play till January, maybe possibly, but uh, yeah. wh- whenever he does come back, I think he's going to be a force, and it's going to be crazy to stop the uh, Warriors. But moving on from that one, we have the Pacers added Tyreek Evans to uh, and Kylo Quinn to a one year four point five million deal. Uh, good for the Pacers, Parker. Oh yeah, those are two big. Like really good pickups for them. I feel like I think it's going to vault them up a little bit higher in the tier of the East. I think it puts them right up there with the Raptors, Sixers, and Celtics. Well, the Celtics might be on a whole another tier themselves, yeah. but they're right up there now. I mean, last year I definitely doubted them. They gave the Cavs a run for their money, but making these pickups, I mean, they're both only for for a year, I think. And yeah, they are. Deals. Yeah, a lot of these actually are for. A lot of these are a lot of these signees are actually for like a year, because uh, that because that that because that just means next year Parker is going to be absolutely bonkers in the off season. It is yeah, going to be uh, nuts. The salary goes up next year. Yeah, um, I also have the Wizards added Dwight Howard. Um, Dwight Howard is actually the NBA. Do I want to say the word ho? Question. Ho. Trout. Journeyman. Yeah, journeyman. That's journeyman's a great one. Actually, that's the least you know questionable term we could use here journeyman i would agree he signed a two-year uh with the wizards uh we'll see how that one pans out it's almost i don't know about you parker i i feel bad for a guy like dwight howard he was just so great in orlando and i don't get it i heard i heard a take uh i think is actually one of Stephen a smith's high iq takes with a question mark next to it he said that um he said that if Dwight Howard, he should have stayed in Orlando for his whole career and, you know, build his name up around Orlando. Because he, if he would have just stayed there all the way till now, he would be like a god there. Yeah. He would be a god. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think he wanted bigger and better things. I don't, things. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't either. I mean, I, I honestly... Had like 20 points and 20 rebounds in a game last year, I think. Right. Um, but I think I actually think it's going to be a good pickup for the Wizards. Um, uh, I think obviously they competed in the East last year. Uh, I look for them to do the same thing again, obviously. And they also signed Jeff Green to a one-year minimum. Um, old Jeffy Green didn't want to play in Cleveland again. Can't blame him, I guess. But he's yeah. out nonetheless. He's playing there right now. Uh, we'll see how that one pans out for old Jeffy. Um, 
The Pistons signed Zaza Pachipshot to a one-year, $2.4 million contract. Uh, hopefully, Zaza takes some ups, takes some guys out in the East to make it easier for the Pistons to get to the sixth seed in the East. Probably not. Um, they also signed Jose Calderon, who's uh, apparently on the internet. He's like a billionaire. Oh, really? Did you see that? If you go on like, I don't know, it's not a credible site, but if you go on like Wikipedia and look him up, he like has his own like business or something. I don't know. I heard rumors about oh, this. I looked it up, and I was just like, no, there's no way possible. But listeners, if you're listening, listeners, go look it up. I'm not BSing here. It was on there. Uh, maybe it still is. Maybe he actually did. I don't know. I have the Bucks signed Brooke Lopez to a $3.4 million contract. Um, we'll see how him and uh, – If he stays healthy, that's going to be a big pickup. Yeah. Because his game's evolved since he got to the league to where he's a pretty good three-point shooter as a big man now. I would agree. Let's see how him and uh, the Greek freak um, bond. I think they'll go out for dinner a couple times a week, I would assume. Um, the Suns, they signed Devin Booker to a five-year, get ready, folks, $158 million extension. Wow. 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 Uh, just wow on that one, really. I, I mean, I, I, I like Devin Booker. I mean, what he scored, what, 60 points in a game and lost? Or 70? Well, I don't even know what it was. It was, it was 70. 70 points and lost? Sure. I mean, if you score 70 points in a game and lose, you deserve all the money in the world. And that, like, that, that takes balls. Yeah, that takes balls to lose and score 70 points, in my opinion. Right. Um, they also signed Trevor Reza. Yeah. Jumped the gun on me there, but yes, I think oh, that – No, you're fine. No, I like that. I respect it. Um, that's one that I talked – I questioned the Rockets on, how they let that one slip. Do you know any reasons or just didn't want I don't think I don't think they wanted to spend the money. Yeah. Which uh, I, I would do everything in my power if I were them to, like, bring everybody back or bring someone back, have a plan to bring someone back who does all the same things that Ariza offers or, like, better. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, he was and a... Carmelo's not... No offense, Carmelo. All time, Carmelo's light years ahead of Ariza in terms, of, like, total career. But as it stands right now, Carmelo's not going to give you a uh, 3-and-D defense the way Trevor Ariza did. Uh, Carmelo doesn't play defense. And people think of Carmelo as a scorer, which is true. He's pretty much mid-range and in. He's not a great three-point Exactly, shooter. exactly. And uh, I had this conversation a, couple, a week ago, actually, with some people. And uh, I want to hear what you have to think about it. It's crazy how generations like maybe beyond us or like a little younger, um, they're, they're always going to remember the horrible – no good Carmelo Anthony's NBA career, but we're going to remember him for his Denver Nuggets' performance and, like, the New York Knicks stuff. Like, that's when Carmelo was, like, just great. He was a great basketball player. And now it's just like, really? You're signing Carmelo Anthony? Right. He's not even good anymore. I mean, it's crazy, the generation gap. It's like all these all these kids are saying, oh, he's terrible. He's terrible. Like, why don't you go to, on YouTube and look up his films when he's playing in New York and Denver? Yeah. He's a totally different player. I'm, I think, Parker, hot take. I think he should wear the cornrows all time. Dude, that'd be awesome. Back to cornrows. He- go back. Cornrows, headband, Carmelo Anthony. Get rid of Hoodie Mellow because that's obviously an off-season YMCA thing. Anybody right. can do that in the YMCA. But Braid, I mean, cornrows, headband, Carmelo, bring him back. Let's go. Um, Where's he going, Nick? Uh, I don't I don't know. It's tough. Um, they saying if he goes to the Rockets, it's about – trying to win a championship if he goes Miami it's purely about money which it's been pretty much it's the perceived look on him his entire career that he's just which I think I think Parker I think it will be the Miami Heat 
Um, oh, gosh. I hope he goes to the Rockets because I want to see him in CP3 and Harden, obviously. Yeah, and I also have kind of off topic here because I don't have anything really for the uh, the Rockets, although I do have the CP3 four-year $160 million. Talking about wanting money, he's a guy that has shown that a lot. Anyway, other than that, I don't. I'm not a big believer. I don't think CP3 is a great teammate. I think yeah. he, I think he might be one of the worst teammates in the in the National Basketball Association. Do you have like a reason why, or just? I just think I don't. I don't know. He's stuff like about him like being hard to deal with. Did you? I mean, I, I don't know if you saw the video of him and James Harden getting into. I mean, I know that sports has competitive edge in some people, but like, yeah. I don't think a lot of things sit well with James Harden and you know with CP3. I don't know. I kind of get that vibe from James Harden. It's like this guy is kind of an asshole, and I don't know what to do about it. Oh yeah, I've I've heard that before from like his teammates and stuff. Because I think Cowherd had oh, it's Kenyon Martin, I think, because they played with each other on the Clippers. Yeah, maybe. And Kenyon said that like some guys can't handle Chris. Some guys don't like him. So, yeah, I'd agree with that. Right. Um. But I would also, I will ask you this though, Parker. Does I I don't know if you said it yet already, but uh, pardon me if I already did. Does Carmelo make the Rockets better? Uh, no. And I think him being gone uh, makes the Thunder better. I, I I would agree as well. I think that's I think that's kind of a no brainer at this point. But I just. You never know. You just never know. I would, I'm curious to know that once he's officially not on the Thunder's team, if the Las Vegas, like, the betting odds for, like, title odds for the Thunder goes up or down. Yeah, I, that that's interesting to watch, too, as well. I didn't really think about that, but I would assume they'd go up. Yeah, I mean, that's what you or I would think. I don't know. Vegas wor- works weird. I mean, he is an all-star. Yeah, but, and there, there's, uh, no, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt. Um, but moving on, we have I have the this Parker. This next one kind of brought a tear to my eye just a little bit, um, just because I love the guy and he's always been for this team. The Hornets signed Tony Parker to a two-year, ten million dollars. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, after like seventeen years with the kind Spurs. kind of sad about that one because I mean you think of Tony Parker, you're like championships and Spurs and pop. I mean it's just like. No brainer, but now it's like I mean you still think of that obviously, but it's like you just really wish he would have chucked it out for you know maybe a year or two more in San Antonio and then retired. Um, but I'm sure he'll go back and retire there, obviously. Um, Albert said the other day something I totally agree with, and I rarely agree with them. Tony Parker's probably one of, if not the most underrated players that I've ever watched. Oh, totally agree with you there. Totally agree with you there. Back in his heyday, man. He ran that team so well, better than probably any other point guard in the league could have. I would. I, that is a great take from Colin Cowherd. If I must add, uh, which is very it's rare. Like the beginning of the end for the Spurs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it's sad as well because you know the recent you know tragedy with Pop and his and his family, and it, and then Kawhi wanting to leave, and now it's kind of just like a, a you know a de- uh, disassembling of, of this whole team and it's kind of it's kind of sad but cuz because yeah. it's it's not the Spurs that we grew up knowing just being a powerhouse in the west every year you know it's crazy and they did it the right way yeah all the ours were through the draft pretty much yep pretty much um but moving on we have uh the thunder are going to give Nerlens Noel a chance on a two year um i don't know how that's going to work out um i like it he won't start. He'll come off the bench and just try to provide 
a poor man's version of what Stephen Adams does for him. Pretty much. Uh, I think it's a pickup. Yeah, which Stephen Adams is, do you think he's like hibernating right now? I don't know, he looks a lot like uh, like Aquaman from yeah. the Justice League movie. I think they look exactly alike. He uh, he strikes me as a guy that in the, in the NBA offseason, like all these guys take vacations like to these nice-ass places. And he just like finds the highest mountain somewhere, and he has like a TV in there, like a tent, a fire, and he's just like a generator, and he he's just like camping out for like weeks on weeks, man. He's just he doesn't shave his beard, doesn't shower. He just he just sits in there by himself and just thinks about and like I don't know what he think would think about, but he's just he just hibernates till next season starts. That's that, that that that's how he gets his body in shape. He's just sitting there roasting something over the fire, and he's just thinking about all right, what am I go, gonna go catch the next morning so I can eat tomorrow. Yeah, and he's, he's just worried about getting ready for the NBA season in like <laughs> Siberia. <or something. laughs> the best way Stephen Adams knows how. They need to get that man a thirty for thirty. It's off season workouts and uh, routines. But anyway, um, uh, JJ Redick resigns with the Sixers. I was quite shocked about this one. Um, uh-huh. I because I said um, actually I was I was shocked. Uh, I wasn't shocked after LeBron left because I heard that if. Potentially, if he would have stayed in Cleveland, the Cavs would have taken a shot at J.J. Redick in the offseason as a free agent. Um, but then after all that happened, I kind of was like, oh, yeah, it's probably a smart move going back to the Sixers. Uh, obviously, it's only a one year. So uh, I would assume this this might be his last year, though, in Philly. Yeah, probably. I have no idea like what the market was for him. I didn't hear about any other teams talking to him or anything like that. Yeah. So I don't know what is, if he really had any other options other than Philly. Yeah, right. I, I didn't hear much either. But um, the Mavs signed DeAndre Jordan to a one-year. Um, Got to assume he's going to be there, obviously, for the one-year and test free agency again. Um, hell, he might end up in L.A. I don't know. When you bring that up, it makes me think of the Mavs got him. They got Donkic. I'm assuming they're going to bring Dirk back because Dirk's actually a free agent. Nobody talks about that. Um and then they got Dennis Smith Jr. on year two. The West is going to be so deep. Mm-hmm. Very. Like, deeper, deeper than it's been in years past. Very. Um, and that's all I got for all the uh, – did I miss any? Did I miss any? You got any? Um, there's some that – I mean, Paul George. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. That's the Westbrook's party. Yeah, yeah, that's – I think he, he decided that he was staying at the party, right? Yeah. What? I think it was before the party. What? I don't know. I was thinking maybe one too many Henny shots, and he was like, you know, bro, we're staying for this. We're, I'm in there for the long haul, man. Count me yeah. in. And then he woke up next morning like, damn, I could have went and played in L.A. Um, you up for us, man. Yeah. From what Which I think is good. I mean, I, I hate to, you know, sit here and bash on your team, but I think I think Russ needed a buddy back in his home in, in, in OKC with him. Because, I mean, him and Kevin Durant were, like, you know, brothers forever. And yeah. then he left him as kind of like he needed, like, another piece of just, you know, another decent player, good player around him to just, you know, have fun with, I guess. And that's PG. Playoff Pete. Poor man's KD. Yeah, exactly. Um, But any – so is that it? Did I miss anything? Did you say any more or no? I mean, there's some that haven't really moved. Capella hasn't been signed yet. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Got to got to assume he'll. Pockets are lowballing him. Yeah, I. I think he's got to be smart here and just take what he's offered. Yeah, I think I, I. But I know the league right now is all about players want money, 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 money. But I mean. But there's no money. Right. right? Exact. Exactly. And. Um, 
I think if you know championship, you gotta be. He's gotta be thinking championship right now, not money. But uh, right. Anyway, Marcus, Mar- Marcus Smart hasn't gone to a team. He's talked to the Kings and the Celtics, and apparently both of them have lowballed him. It's a low-balling league, Parker. It's a low-ball league this year, I and guess. Just two more uh, trade talks. I mean, D. Lil is he on the move? And then we've been waiting on Kawhi. Yeah, that is the. I forgot to bring that up to you. Um, possible destination for Kawhi, Parker. Go ahead, give us your take. Um, we just talked about it before we started the podcast. It came up today. The Raptors are now the offshore top betting like favorite to get Kawhi. And as of today, Demar Derozan deleted all of his pictures on his Instagram account. So connecting the dots. Gotta love social media, baby. Are they going to trade DeRozan for Kawhi? I mean, I think, obviously, a lot of people would agree that would make the Raptors better. Gotta love gotta love social media. I, I actually would like that, to be honest. I would like that. I think I think Canada would be um, ecstatic if he joined them. I mean, uh, they got nothing to lose. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you just lost your coach of the year. I mean... Yep. If they fired your coach, you might as well bring in a stud like Kawhi Leonard and roll with the punches, man. You never know. People um, were talking about blowing up the roster. I mean, this way you change your roster and you, like, improve too. So. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's a real change. No doubt. Um, but let's move on and let's talk some Summer League, folks. Yeah, I did say Summer League. Summer League is up and ready to go. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever been this excited about a Summer League in my life. Oh, I love it. I, I love it every year because it reminds me of high school summer basketball, going to hot gyms, playing against teams that you've either played in your regular season or teams that you've never met before, and it's just intense, and it's it's fun. Yeah. Um, also, uh, there's there's a, there's a, it's like a tournament, right? Like, you, you win the – it's like a yeah, – like, It started yesterday. Yeah, that's, I was going to say. So, there, there's a little bit of competitive edge there. Um I don't know. I've been hearing a lot of doinks lately off the rim, but I don't know if that's just, you know, the hot air down, you know, over in LA or in Las Vegas, but you know, I don't know. But, um, one thing that I, or the thing I had highlighted at the top was, uh, you know, we had, you know, everyone was drooling over Trey young and in, in college at Oklahoma. Um, he finally, you know, had a breakout game there. And I think he had like 27, six and six or 27 and six, uh, something like that. Um, the dude was just stroking from all, all ranges pretty much. Uh, basically what we saw him do in Oklahoma, uh, at Oklahoma. Um, do you think he starts to turn a little bit, or do you think he's going to be a bust? Oh, he's already started to turn. He, you know, I think it was like two of his first four games or three games he struggled. And then, yeah, he had that game where he had 27 and 11, I think. And now he's had like two or three straight games where yeah. he's, he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, think, I think what gets lost uh, in the sauce really is – him in Oklahoma, he I mean, he didn't have you know highlight guys around him, man. I mean, he was doing everything. Yeah, there, he wasn't. He you know it's and now he's on a you know an NBA. He's gonna be on an NBA roster with guys that have experience and guys that have a little bit more uh, better skill set than the guys he played with Oklahoma. So I mean, I'm not saying that the Atlanta Hawks are the ready, ready to go the the finals rot, but I mean, um, my goodness, I, I think he's gonna be great. Yeah, uh, Jay Billis said one, I think it was during the draft, he's like, what people don't understand when they make the comparisons between Steph and Trey Young, and like, obviously Oklahoma didn't do very good, 
that Oklahoma roster, the guys that were around him were worse than the guys that Steph had on his Davidson teams, even though Oklahoma's obviously a bigger school. Yeah, so right. So don't, don't judge him off that end of the year kind of. They weren't very good. They started off hot. I would agree. Uh, I think it's in these summer leagues is kind of, kind of, uh, kind of wrong to just judge someone off of a, you know, a shitty night because I mean it's summer league games and these guys are just now getting acclimated into the league a little bit. So let's not yeah. jump the gun here. But another, actually, I, I lie. Another point that I wanted to bring up is uh, not a point really, just a statement. Um, our boy Keanu Bates Diop played last night. I am excited about this man. I'm excited. I watched him play last night. I think he's going to be good. Yeah, I think he'll be a good role player for them. Yeah, I think I, I think he gives. Uh, I think I think he gives a lot of good. Uh, I mean, watching him at Ohio State, he he could just he could do it all. He's lengthy. He can shoot. Um, he 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 can get to the rim. He can. He, he just. I think he's all around good player. I'm excited. I'm probably going to buy his jersey. Just a forewarning to everybody. Uh-huh. I'll probably get his jersey. Um, but yeah, here's uh we we talked about our hopefuls. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give you. I have I have three actually. Um, oh, wow. I have three hopefuls for myself. Uh, I have um, Kevin Knox. All right. I heard he. Uh, well, I, I've been. I watched. Been yeah, he has been balling. Um, I, I. We just talked about him, Trey Young, and I have my boy Colin Sexton. He's been balling out too a lot. Yeah. Um, he's been doing some nasty stuff, and it's really good to watch him. You know, come around here right now. Um, I guess I'm not. Uh, in terms of like big man, I just I guess I haven't seen enough yet of some of these guys, um, like you know Aiton and. Um, oh, I've watched him a couple times. I mean, I, don't get me wrong; he's a he's a hell of an athlete. I think he'll be good, but uh, I, I I think he'll be one to watch for. Those are my 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 guys for right now. What what do you got, Parker? I wrote down ten, and the three that you had, I had three all three of them. I agree with you completely. I think Young. Is a great fit with the Hawks. They obviously have a plan. They drafted him and that kid from Maryland. Yeah. Um, Hoiter or something like that. He's about like his pro comparison was Clay Thompson. So, wow. Like trying to build like a Warriors type thing, even though it's going to be hard to replicate. Sexton, he's looked great through the summer league so far. I mean, he had a sick reverse layup the other day I saw. His shot's, um, his shot's just really funky to me. It looks weird. <laughs> But it yeah. goes in, so I, I, I'm not complaining. He's super athletic. Uh, Knox has been balling out. Uh, Knicks fans booed him when he got drafted. I don't know why. Cause yeah, I think that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. He, he's all they got look, to look forward to this year because, frankly, I think Chris Stops is going to be out for this entire season. Maybe he'll come in at the end of the year. I don't know. Um, but I had Aiton, Donkic, who – I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about that, Parker. Are you are you buying the overseas hype? Because some of these overseas guys, you know, that are in the NBA, you know, haven't really lived up to a lot of potential. Huh? I I, I guess in, in my eyes, I, I'm not. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Doncic is a is, he's a phenomenal athlete and player, but I, I'm I'm not a huge you know overseas guy player because these guys come to the league. I just they I don't know. So a lot of these guys don't you know. Do what you know the the people say or what they say. I don't know. It's just it's it's weird for me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he played in a pro league pretty much for the past couple of years as a teenager, which is better than 
actual college, like college basketball, the competition is. That's why I like him so much. Knowing that his age has been that accomplished over there, like ever, I guess. So that's why I like him. Um, Michael Porter Jr. He might not even play this year, but I like him paired up with the Nuggets. Uh, DiVincenzo, love him with the Bucks. Love me some um, DiVincenzo basketball, man. You're probably not gonna like this one, uh, Grayson Allen. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I don't mind him. Uh, I think he was a hell of a player in college, but I don't, I don't see his game transferring to the NBA at all. He's been playing good, like really good so far in summer league. I can't wait till he pisses off Draymond Green. That that would be something to watch on TV. Oh yeah, he pissed off. Uh, who was it? Oh Trey Young. Yeah, was Trey, yeah, Trey Young. They got like locked up. And he there was a little bit excessive there on his part, but I don't. It's it's freaking summer league. Who cares? Yeah. Let these guys take the gloves off. Um, and then Aaron Holiday. If Tom was on, he'd be loving that one. Yeah. But I think he'll be really good. I think he'll contribute uh, for the Pacers into the postseason. And then Robert Williams the third got drafted late by the Celtics. He was supposedly like last year he was going to be a lottery pick, but he came back and his stock went down. He got picked twenty seventh. But he's a super athletic big man who I think is going to be really good for the Celtics backing up Al Horford. But that's uh, that's all the guys I got. Um, I was going to say something, but then I just literally like lost it in my train of thought. I think Bagley's going to be a bus. Oh, yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack Jackson. Right. I, I'm surprised you think Bagley was going to be a bust. Injuries probably why? Is that why you're saying that maybe? No, I got a chance to watch him play against Aiden and Aiden just destroyed him. He's kind of, Yeah. He's kind of like, to me, he's kind of like one-dimensional. He's not very good defensively. Right, right. And um, he's good offensively, but like, so I don't know. I just don't feel like he'll work out, really. Especially anyone who goes to the Kings usually doesn't end up working out. That's why I about put Obama down, but it's like, geez, he's with the Magic. Magic have like 20 big men, it feels like. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Uh, I know what you're saying there. Um Gosh, but there was one other guy who I was gonna say. I think you might you might have had him. I don't. Oh, um, uh, Michael Porter Jr. What do we think about him? Oh, I think I think he's gonna be really good. Which uh, I'm I'm kind of qu- I I don't know. I, my brother and I talk about this, and he's probably better at talking on this than I am. But he said that um, with 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 LeBron leaving and all that stuff. Um, Obviously, they didn't really know during the draft, but you, this is why you kind of wish you would have known because maybe you take a guy like Porter Jr. with the size and athleticism over a Colin Sexton. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying there? Yeah. Um, and we a, talked about it all not that long ago that they'd like to see NBA free agency happen before the draft. Right. And I would. Daryl Morey, I think, said it. I think that'd be a great idea because a lot of these teams I felt like were very stingy with their picks because you just. Especially the Cavs, you you just don't know. Um, yeah. You just don't know who the hell you know you got coming back for next season. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have about summer league. I don't know if you have anything to wrap us all up here, but uh, nope, that's it. Alrighty, let's go to the Major League Baseball. Um, they have been going at it for a long time here. Uh, I feel like it's we haven't really talked much about it, uh, especially since we stopped. 
Uh, it's been, you know, kind of a, a wild ride uh, for the MLB right now. Um, standings as is right now. Uh, we'll start with the AL. Uh, actually, very heated American League East. Uh, the Red Sox and Yankees are a uh, three. Uh, the Yankees are three and a half back behind the Red Sox, um, which really are your only two big competitors in the East. Which I, I, honestly, I love it. I love seeing the Yankees and Red Sox just go at it in the AL East because yep. that rivalry is just will never go away, and it's just great for baseball. Great for baseball. And I'm sure you're happy about the Yankees being good too. And which not to jump not to jump topics right now here, but I think that they will land Manny Machado here pretty soon. Yeah. Apparently he he, apparently he liked a picture of him in a Yankees uniform on Instagram. Yeah, he's it was reported that he said that his preferred destination, either way, trade or when he gets to be a free agent this summer is going to be New York. Like that's his preferred place to go. If I if I'm him, I'm like trade me, trade me now. We're 26 and 67. I am not. I don't. I don't want to wait any any longer. This is right. horrible. Get me well, out of here. Just... Let me go to the Yankees. Let me compete for a division title, and then let's get to the World Series and try to win one. I mean, I think for if I'm him, I'm just like get me out of Baltimore now. Pronto. Well, he uh, just beat us like single-handedly the other day. Right. He hit, he hit like two home runs. Um, so it would be nice if we could have pulled off that trade before we played them. Um. So did I, did I jump gun there on you? Did, or did you say wh- where do you think he'll end up? You think he'll go to the Yankees? Um. Man, I don't know. They say that the trade talks are heating up. They wanted our top pitching prospect. Uh. Justice Sheffield, but now which, they're saying which, off the table. Yeah, which you're gonna have to. The Yankees are gonna have to give up some some prospects if they're gonna get Manny Machado yeah, of all people. Um, my thing is, we need pitching really bad. I think we should just wait till free agency in the summer to get them. Yeah, that would um, probably be smart on the Yankees' part because I mean their roster is damn near solid up to this point, and I think they'll they'll be all right. Right, um, and teams that are. I think are real destinations like the Phillies, the Brewers, the D-backs, and the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers traditionally don't like the trade big. They're big-time prospects, so I don't see him going there. I think the Brewers are like the perfect place for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be a good one as well. Hate to see him come to my uh, my NL Central with my Reds, but you know it would be a good fit for him. In the uh, the AL Central, the Indians are leading that division by eight and a half games behind uh, in front of the Minnesota Twins. Excuse me. Um, AL Central, just a very, very, pardon my language, a very shitty division. Um, very shit division. Um, if there's one thing the Indians need to clean up before the po- uh, before playoffs start, is they got to fix that bullpen because they are going absolutely nowhere in the postseason. If they don't have a pitcher that can come out in the eighth or ninth inning and win a ball game for Trevor Bauer or Kluber or Bear- or anybody, I mean. It- it's so sad to watch because as a Reds fan, I'm watching the Indians game and I'm watching Indians Reds game and I'm watching their closer give the Reds seven runs in the ninth inning after Trevor Bauer mowed down the Reds all night long for eight innings and you and your closer gives up seven runs in one inning and you lose in the bottom half of the ninth inning. That's just as a baseball fan, you just kind of like you just kind of it's almost like hearing 
hearing uh, fingernails on a chalkboard, you just kind of cover your, your ears and close your eyes. You're like, did that just really happen? Yeah. Didn't they put the wrong reliever in, too? A- apparently, which I don't see how that ever can happen. I really don't. Um, nickname forms like OP and OT or something like that. Which, which it, okay, Parker, I'm going to riddle, riddle you this one. We're in the 21st century, correct? Am I wrong? Yeah, uh, you're correct. Okay, yeah, 20- good. All right. Why are we still using landline f- telephones and dugouts? Yeah, I... I mean, I there's got to be a better way to c- communicate than using a landline f- telephone and a dugout. <laughs> I mean... Ridiculous, man. Um, I mean, if you, let's go back to walkie-talkies. Would that be easier? I, I don't know, but... And you could say over, and it's like, okay, I'm done talking? Okay, whatever. But anyway, right. that's the AL Central in a nutshell. We, nutshell, we have, you know teams that are horrible and we have managers like tito who don't know who the hell is coming in to pitch for him but anyway moving on the al west the last team in the al that we're going to talk about is houston is um leading that division by two and a half games to the seattle mariners who have making a big 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 turn in the last year i would say yeah very cano that all that much right very very glad to see a team uh, other than houston um compete in that division which i i thought that I was really rooting for the the Los Angeles Angels uh, this year in that division because I thought they had some pretty good pieces put together, but uh, which which really Otani's been kind of banged up. Uh, I think they said he's not going to pitch for uh, maybe the remainder of the year. Yeah, they. I heard something that he might not pitch again. He might just be straight up a batter from now on. And that's just to me. That's like sad. How he's just yeah. he was this prolific pitcher and he like, didn't even get a year under his belt and he's hurt. It's just crazy to me, but um, but yeah, that's the AL in a nutshell. Do you have anything else to add, Parker? Uh, I'm just gonna make a bold prediction. That's not bold at all right now. Nothing's gonna change from. I mean, maybe the Yankees and the Red Sox, maybe they're standing, but nothing's gonna change by the end of the year. The playoffs are pretty much set in the AL. Right. You want you? you uh, I'm not a big Yankees fan, but uh, actually, at all. Um, but just just like to just to piss like people in Boston off, I think it'd be hilarious if they like blew like the rest of the season, like they blew that first place you know lead, and the Yankees just took it over. Like you know how pissed people in Boston would be for like the rest of the season, maybe their entire lives. But I'm so happy. I'm sure you would love it. Um, but let's go to the National League. Let's start with the National League East. Uh, we have the yes, I said it. I'm gonna say it. The Atlanta Braves are in first. They're actually they're tied for first with the. Philadelphia Phillies. Philadelphia, yeah. Aaron Nola. What a – What a and – you, you, and you got to give credit to the Braves here because they have built up a heck of a farm system up to this point, and now it's starting to pay off for them. Yep. Uh, they're 51 they and 40. What's that? Go ahead, sorry. They've looked, they looked good all year, and how about the Nationals, man? How far they fall? Yeah. It really, it's really, really, really sad because – from where they were at last year, um, still think the Dusty move was a good one. I still think it was a good move, but um, that team, obviously Harper's in a contract year this year. Uh, we'll see what happens with him. But uh, but yeah, kind of kind of kind of sad if you're a Nats fan. Uh, the Mets, the Mets, the Mets fell off. Uh, they hit the caboose and just started going the opposite direction. Uh, they were leading that division for like, well, I want to say a month maybe. And then all heck broke loose. And now they're 37 and 53. Um, just a bad turn of events there. Um, 
looking to trade Degrom and Syndergaard. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, so they're tanking for the wet for the best. Um, the National League Central, uh, kind of close, kind of not. Uh, the Brewers are leading that uh, division by a game and a half from the Cubbies. Um, I I think you know it's going to be funny, Parker. I'm going to say it again. I said it last year. Um, the Brewers will not win the Central. Uh, they were leading it all last year, and they just completely fell the hell off. I think that's gonna what's going to happen again this year. Although I think they're better this year than last year. I don't know why, but I think they're they're they did that last year, and they're like we don't want to do that again. So I think I think that they could win it, but I think they'll fall off. And I think the Cubbies will take that division. Um, the Cardinals have hit the injury bug. Pittsburgh's going in the wrong direction. The Reds haven't played terrible. Uh, I will say that. Uh, no, the Reds are like the best in the last like what two months. Yeah, they actually. At, I don't know if they still do. At one point, they led the NL in like every category, and there's. I mean, they're forty-one and fifty-two. I mean, a good turnaround they've had. Uh, at one point, they won like nine of their last three games. I mean, they just they've played really good ball, and the club's having fun, I guess. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Scooters in that in the All Star game. Bottles in the All Star game. I'm happy. Um, I agree that. Um... The Cubs are probably going to catch. They're going to surpass the Brewers. I would. You would have to think so. Um, let's go to the last division in the NL, which is the West. Um, the Dodgers have made a, a push, but the Arizona Diamondbacks are fifty-one and forty-two and lead that division by half a game uh, over the Dodgers. Um, I think a quiet, sneaky team there in that division is the is actually. I don't know. It's close for me. I think not a lot of talked about right now is the Giants. Uh, yeah. They're only three games back of that division. The Rockies are only three and a half. So, to me, the NL West can go any which way at this point for the remainder of the year. Uh, I guess we'd have to see. Uh, I do think the Dodgers will end up winning that. I mean, Kershaw's back. He's, he's he's getting back into the swing of things again after his long injury. But uh, I end up th- I think the Dodgers will end up taking that division at some point. Yep, I'd agree. Dodgers will win it. I think the D-Bags will come in second, get the wild card. Yeah, the D-Bags will be back in the postseason. No doubt, D-Bags. Um, let's do some home run derby talk, Parker. How about that? Or do you got anything else to add about the MLB season? Sorry, I didn't make me jump the gun. Nope, that's it. I just got award predictions. I'll get to that after the home run derby. All right, well, we have 10 minutes left, though. we got to hurry this up. Uh, All right. I guess I didn't really think about it. Uh, or actually, we could end the, end the cast and create a new one if you want to do that. I don't care. Um, but for the home run derby, we have uh, Harper. Um, oh, I can't even read my handwriting. Is that Max Mung? I say it for L.A.? Max Muncy? Yeah, Muncy. I, I don't know. It looks like a Y. I can't even read my writing. Uh, Baez, Swarber, uh, Hoskins, Freeman, uh, Agu- um, Aguirre. Ag- I can't even say his name. Aguilar. Aguilar. And then Bregman. Um, Aguilar and Hoskins are going to face each other. Schwarber and Bregman. Baez and Muncie and Harper and Freeman. My finalist for the home run derby is... Wait for it. Silence. Bryce Harper. That's who you're taking? I'm taking Bryce. That's although, who I took, too. Although I do think, think Baez could is, could make some noise in this... In this uh, Home run derby. He's got some pop, man. He's got some serious pop. I just want to see him field balls. Yeah. I don't even care about the home <laughs> runs. I just want to see him tag people without looking. They should They should do like what the NBA does, like a skills challenge. That would be fun oh, to watch. That would be cool. That would be pretty sweet. Uh, I know, actually, I know a kid that plays in a, uh, a summer league in college, and 
they did like that same thing. They had like pitchers throw off a mound to like targets, and they had like a a, bun, a bunting contest. Uh, a, a, uh, I think it may, they might have had a sixty yard. I don't know, but they had a bunch of things. I'm like, hell, why can't the MLB do that? I mean, they got they got only two days set up for. Oh, actually, well, they got the celebrity all star game or the softball game, and then uh, uh, the home run derby, and then the the NL 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 AL game. Excuse me, uh, and that's pretty much it for All Star Weekend. Yeah. Uh, but it's still great. It's still great. Still love it. Still love to watch it. But um, but yeah, that's all I got. He, you, you, you took Harper as well. Very good pick, Parker. Very good pick. Yep, Harper over Aguilar, I think. Yeah, I did. I was. I I will say I watched they, like on ESPN that each each like each one that's hit in the home run derby they have like highlights of their home runs this year. And I'm like that Aguilar can swing it, dude. He's he's a big boy. He is yeah, yeah. he is a big 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 boy. Um. But so was that. So was that Muncie from uh, L.A. He's a pretty big guy too. Yep. And then Schwarb Dog. Well, Schwarb Dog sw- slimmed down, but yeah, Schwarbo probably you know tweak his back or something, home run derby, and get hurt for us here. Who knows? But uh, I'm turning it over to you, Parker, because this uh, that's all I got. I'm just gonna feed off of you for the next okay. eight minutes. I'll try to cruise through these. Um, for AL side of the, these are just midseason awards. They're not predictions. Um, AL MVP. It came down to three guys for me. It came down to um, Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, and Jose Ramirez. And I actually went with Jose Ramirez. Wow. That's a good pick. He's 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 had a great season so far. 27 home runs and uh, 65 RBIs, I believe. I mean, he's on pace for 49 home runs and 117 RBIs. I don't know if there's ever been a guy that small who had like that kind of power numbers in a season. Uh, Mookie Betts and Mike Trout both had better batting averages on base percentages, but I don't know. I just felt like mixing it up when I go with Jose Ramirez. Uh, that's a good pick. Uh, he's had a good year up to this point. Really good year. Um, and then AL Cy Young. This was another one that came down to three different guys. Uh, Luis Severino, Justin Verlander, and um, Chris Sale. And I went with Chris Sale. Um He's been dominating all year, pretty much his whole career, you know, you know. Uh, but, I mean, I was looking at the stats earlier, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but Chris Sale led it, like, in most categories. So that's why I went with him. Um, and then my last one in the AL is AL Rookie of the Year. I put Glaber Torres, big old Yankee. I can't really think of any competition for him in the AL other than Miguel Andujar, who's his teammate, another Yankee. So, um. You agree with all those? You got any takes or anything? No, not really. I, I mean, you, you and I usually agree, and I, I would, I would agree. I do. I love your Jose Ramirez one. I love that one. You're gonna like this next one even more. Uh, NL MVP. Scooter Jeanette. Nope. Dang it. No, he is a red though. Joey Votto. Suarez, bro. Wow, you picked it. You picked it. Eugenio Suarez. Wow. Dude, he's been balling out. Yeah, he he has. He has been. Yeah, I w- I would agree. That's a good one. That is a good yeah. one. That's a I that is a hot that. take, Parker. That's the hottest take I've ever had. Have you heard from you in my in a long time? I don't know if he will end up being that, but like for as value like as valuable as he's been, and it wasn't even expect he wasn't expected being like nearly this good, was he? No, I mean he, he had a good year last year, but yeah, I don't think anybody. 
expected him to have this kind of a season up to this point, which I mean, it's kind of like a lot of these Reds players right now. They're just they're a hot team right now. You can't you kind of just wonder what's going to happen, you know, in the second half. Yeah, but I mean, it. I I I, I sit here and look at that though, um, and I I would have to agree with that, but um, I would make um an argument uh for that um shoot what was i gonna say um i would make an argument for um was it hernandez for the uh phillies oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he he's he's been having a good year as well uh in the end for an nl uh it's guy it's like super wide open in the yeah. nl I mean, yeah i thought about putting suarez i thought about putting Nolan Arenado, freddie freeman um Aguilar, I almost put Aguilar down. He was going to be my other choice. I think he'll end up winning it. No yeah. offense to Suarez, but I don't feel like the Reds are going to keep up this hot pace. I do think they'll surpass the Pirates by the end of the year. I think They're so too. And that's like for me, that's like a win. If they don't finish, if you don't finish last, I'm fine with that. I'm I'm cool because they're only two. They're only two games back from the Pirates, and I'm cool with that. Is that pitcher going to get called up this year? Is he going to pitch uh, Green? I think was. I, ha- I haven't heard much about that, but I did hear that uh, the Reds could potentially give um, uh, Sensel a chance because there were some hot takes about. Uh, I don't know if you read the Bleacher Report article about teams like uh, after the who they should go after, who they should trade during the trade deadline this year. Yeah. But Scooter was one of them. Uh, I'm not a big. I'm not a big get rid of Scooter guy right now. I don't think you trade anybody on that team right now because of the, of the mojo they have. Um, and I think that's something that if you just do that, you're just, you know, you just kind of just the, the air, the flow of the air just kind of gets kicked out the window. But um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Though. But I haven't, I haven't heard anything about, I haven't heard anything about the guy though. I, that's the funny you bring that up. Cause I just talked to my dad about that yesterday. I haven't heard anything about him. And he was one of like the prolific ones coming out of the draft. Yeah. He threw like triple digits, Sydney. Yeah, uh, I will say I can't wait till Jonathan India plays for the Reds. I think he's going to be good. The the uh, guy from Florida. What position does he play? I think he's a third baseman. Okay, I thought I heard that they have a stud who plays behind Jeanette, and that's why they're looking to trade him. Yeah, well, it's a, it's that sensible that he could potentially be a second baseman. Oh, okay. But yeah, who knows. Uh-oh. Moving on to NL Cy Young, this one came down to two guys pretty much. It was Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom, and I went with DeGrom, but I feel like maybe by the end of the year Scherzer could pass him because who knows who DeGrom gets traded to. It might be an AL team. So, And then my last pick, NL Rookie of the Year, I thought this one was pretty easy. The only guy I could really think of, um, Juan Soto for the Nationals. He's been really good. So if they lose Bryce Harper this offseason, I mean, having Juan Soto on the roster will kind of make it not feel as bad. But uh, that's all the MLB I got. Wow, you're good. You're good, Parker. Stay good. You know what? Stay good forever. Let's keep doing this. This is fun. I know. Um, we got about 60 seconds left, so we're not going to do NFL tonight. But we have um, – we loved it tonight. We had a good time. Uh, Parker, glad to be back, right? Glad to be back. Heck yeah. But um, I will say before the 60 seconds is up, I will say the only thing you need to know about the NFL is there have been a ton of people getting arrested, and I have no idea why. People are killing each other. People are burying bodies in their backyard, doing drugs, all these kind of things. I don't know what's going on with the league. Roger Goodell better figure it out now. And the National Anthem thing, that's crazy. We'll talk about that a little bit next time. But for now, 
Stay classy, America. We are signing off here at WWP. We're not going to have any music because we're running out of time, and I don't know how the hell to fix my audio. So see you whenever we see you next, but glad to be back. Parker, take care of yourself. Uh, Later. Glad to have you back in the studio. Signing off here on this July, just Thursday, July 12th um, at WWP. Go follow us on Anchor app. We are done here. See you later, America.